This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. What's happening, people? Hello, it's me, comedian Nathan Caton. Welcome to another episode of Give Me Some Good News, the podcast where we take a lighter look, a lighter take on things of the world nowadays, because it's so doom and gloom in the news. We want to distract you with some positivity, okay? Anything funny, silly, uplifting, heartwarming, we are on it, okay? If you have any good news yourself, please do share it with us. Samwell.co.uk for such good news. As always, is the link. I'm joined by Rich Wolfenden, as always. Rich, how's it going, mate? Yeah, mate. Good. I am a bit hungover today. Not gonna lie. Uh, oh, hello. For the first time in lockdown. Oh, no, it was just stupid night. I had, to, I had to go into work for a few hours, and it was something which was made, meant to take me two hours. It took me yeah. four hours. Just technology let me down massively. And then I got home in a foul mood. And my housemate and her boyfriend were just getting on it. So I was like, "I'm gonna join you." So I ended up staying up till about <laughs> four a.m. just drinking rum and lemonade. It was brilliant. That sounds quality, bruv. Yeah, mate. I mean today's not been quality, but you know. Get through it, <laughs> but it was, it was fun at the time, though. Exactly. That's for yeah, mate. You got me. You got to do it, man. I mean, what else is there to do? You're at home. It's like, mate, have fun in it. Yeah, exactly. I think you just got to get drunk on a Tuesday night every now and then. And I say that when we're not in lockdown. So, you know. <laughs> mate, I've I've probably had more alcohol in lockdown that I've had for the rest of 2020. Because <laughs> I've got no gigs in the evening, so I'm like, all right, we'll just, you know, have some alcohol, play some FIFA. I've been having like rum punch every week, oh. buying wine. I think my my biggest expenditure so far is probably alcohol because my mortgage is, is frozen at the moment. My, right. Some of my bills are frozen, but I'm spending shitloads on like rum and red wine. <laughs> um, yeah, That's so good. In for you guys. Um, so That's so good. Uh, we always have a guest on who who's going to come on and share some good news. And today we have. Um, Personally, he's one of my favourites. So I, very, one of my favourites on the circuit. He always cracks me up. It is Mr. Rob Daring. How are you, sir? Very well. I'm loving it because you've just said nice things about me. That's my good news for the month. That's great. <laughs> okay, end the episode. Goodbye. Hey, no, I have to tell you, I'm right there with you on the drinking. You know, what I've discovered in the lockdown is if you if you're doing something mundane. Just drink through, you know. I'm not much <laughs> yeah. of a gardener, but we obviously the, we can go in the garden, so that's good. There was some there was some ivy that needed cutting, and I did it drinking. Drunken gardening is like my new best thing. <laughs> Just got to be oh. slightly careful with the secateurs. <laughs> careful the lawnmower. Um, drunk drunk gardening, sound, mate. That sounds like a really good TV show. I would watch that. I was going to yeah. say that sounds like a brilliant. That'd be on Dave. A hundred percent will be on Dave. It's, it's blooming great. I, yeah, it's marvelous. Junk cleaning as well. If they need the spin off, I've done. I've done both bathrooms hammered this month. That was just great, and they're clean as can be. <laughs> Dave, if anyone who works at Dave uh, or I don't know any of those Sky Virgin channels, if you're Quest. listening. Yeah, Questy. Oh, mate, hit us up, man. We, I think we've got a new game show, the new the lockdown prime time game show. Yeah. Drunk housework, drunk <laughs> How's uh, how's lockdown been treating you, Rob? Yeah, it's been good. I've been uh, I've been obviously it's uh, in a way like at the beginning as comedians like not having gigs or, like from day one. That was a bit of a shock to the system, but it's mm. given us a lot of time to get used to the idea, right? I can't really remember life before lockdown now, and I'm doing, you know, I'm doing lots of running. I'm writing you know a book. What? Oh, is he? Is it? Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I've been, I've been. There was a, there was a sort of book, sort of vaguely in the offing, 
And I thought, mm. oh no, I haven't got an excuse now. And uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's about um, uh, running. And uh, I was going to do the Manchester and London marathons for charity, um, mm. for Parkinson's UK specifically. And uh, I thought, well, all right, I'll do the book and I'll split the profits with the charity. So, you know, I'm filling my days. <laughs> so good. Nice, man. Keep yourself yeah. busy there. So now you know the whole story. When I do the drunken gardening, that is me procrastinating and not getting my book written. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually going to ask you, do you remember your last gig before the lockdown? Oh, I really do because I had to, I was I was really lucky because I did a full weekend of shows at the uh, at the comedy store in London. Oh, nice. And uh, and it was it was coming. Do you know what I mean? We were all like, um, <laughs> um, all washing our hands over and over again and kind of saying hello and avoiding each other. We were laughing about how we were avoiding shaking hands with each other going off and on stage and then all using the same microphone. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and sure enough, I think, you know, it was almost like within hours of coming off stage. So it was a weird and scary time, but in terms of comedy experience, it was a really nice um, weekend to kind of bank before it all went away, you know, because it, it could just as easily have been a kind of second-rate room above a pub on a Tuesday night, hey? So it was nice to take a good <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Do you remember um, there was a brief period where um, where we were first told don't shake hands with everyone and people elbow bumping when we were all yeah. so innocent yeah, yeah. and we didn't know what was coming? Oh, it's going to bump elbows <laughs> and everything, it'll be fine. Yeah, that didn't last long enough. The last, I think maybe the last five, six gigs I did before lockdown, I used to walk on stage and just like elbowed the compad to say thank you and, that. and then I, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch the mic I would grab the mic stand from the bottom from the foot and then just kind of like put it centre and just stand there like normally I, I take the mic out and I have my hand on my other arm on the uh, the mic stand I just chill out but I didn't touch anything I kind of just stood there speaking like I was scared yeah yeah <laughs> so I, was. I, did, I did my last fortnight of gigs in full PPE no one could see who I was <laughs> 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 so Rob man um, come on to uh, share some good news with us please um, tell us what, what's, what's the news what do you have to share well I got, I got the, the big news the really good good news I'm slightly worried because it's such a big story I think you might have already heard about it but I think we should talk about it anyway and that mm. is the York Goose <laughs> not familiar with the York what? Goose hey excellent okay good I get to break this huge story um, uh, in the York railway station which of course is you know it's a big it's like the railway station if you know it, it's absolutely massive and really nice and it's out just uh, the National Railway Museum is right next to it and stuff great museum and, uh, I've, I've been there it's a wonderful wonderful museum and uh, I'm always you know York station is a classic I'm in and out of York and uh, of course there's no one there at the moment and a goose a grey goose ne uh, nested in a flower bed. It was hanging out and going in and out of this flower bed and there was like, oh, that's lovely. Um, you know, nice sort of lockdown thing. And then it went away and they're like, oh, that's a shame. Came back, laid four eggs. This a goose has nested in York Station and now we're on egg watch to see if any of these... We're gonna, there might be, any day now, goose chicks in York Station. Oh, Nice. Yeah. Very sweet. Just really flipping the wild taking the eggs. Yeah, well, it's yeah. so you know, someone could get a really nice breakfast in York Station. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's another way to go. You know, it's another way to go. Some passing hipster just fancies a goose egg omelette for breakfast in York yeah. Station. It could well happen. Yeah, but of course, um, with uh, tofu. Um, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I would say, you know, as a vegan, leave those goose eggs. Just smash an avocado. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, are you a, are you a big animal person, Bob? Do you have any pets? 
Well, no, no pets, and I don't think of myself as being a big animal person until I'm te- talking to other people. You know, I mean, when I'm out and about, I'm always like, oh, look, a yellow wagtail, or look at that <laughs> lovely tree. And people are always like, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about trees? So, yeah, I think I'm quite nature-based. I, I just a little bit, there are a few too many of those books when I was little, you know, like I Spy and, uh, oh. you know, the spotting books. No, I, I, I'm, I'm like you. I don't think of myself as an animal person but seeing how nature is kind of like pr- prospering during these times we're like actually that's that's kind of sweet man you know yeah it's good we're, for the we're soul we're not messing up the world yeah exactly it's definitely a benefit you know the sky and the trees and everything and the other thing about it is it passes the time you know it's been that long early on in the lockdown you know there weren't any leaves on the trees and then we had the blossom and now you've got all the leaves and uh, you know we're getting into summer basically and the animals are loving it I mean when it comes down to it the animals they're a bit, you know, they're pretty, they're loving it out there. It's all a bit, they got the horn, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I don't know where those goose eggs came from, but, you know, it was, uh, that's the sound of love. You know, it's the sound of nature <laughs> expressing itself in a spring-like way. <laughs> Which I thought, I mean, Everyone's maybe. doing it, it like rabbits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Including rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, never mind me. What we need to know is what's going to happen to the York goose. <laughs> um, when did, okay, when, when did this happen? Was it recently? Yeah, well, it's, I read it in the paper yesterday, and then I che- I googled it just before I came on now, and they're like, "There's a fourth egg, and we're wondering if they're going to hatch." So I think you can probably find a uh, sort of a live feed. I uh, thought someone is blogging about it. I thought geese would have like nested near a pond or a a lake or or something like that. Not on platform four or whatever yeah, that, no, that, it's not could, really. that could turn out to be a problem maybe even as we speak the goose is thinking I've made a mistake here yeah <laughs> it might just be trying to cut cut its commute times to Greenland or wherever geese go to I don't know <laughs> that's right just gambling on the trains coming back in and taking a train north to I don't know yeah somewhere with lakes <laughs> yeah okay cool man that's, that's cool man I like any stories of like animals and nature and stuff like I said I'm not a nature person but it is kind of refreshing to see like nature blossoming um, like you know I like just like opening my window seeing you know like just smelling fresh air yeah you know, <laughs> no pollution it's just yeah and every now and again nice. you ne- get near a van and you think oh dear now come on we don't do this anymore I can't smell the jasmine I can't smell the jasmine anymore <laughs> yeah I do I love it well I love it until my haven kicks in like bloody Bring back oh. pollution. Yeah, and then um, you, and then you sneeze outside, and someone goes, "What's wrong with you?" And you're like, "It's hay fever. Calm yourself." Oh, <laughs> I got I got a story. Um, my, um, a mate of mine a few weeks ago, when the sun was out, he uh, he asked me to come to the park and play football, despite the stay-at-home policy. I was mm-hmm. like, "No, I don't want to do that." Um, I mean, I'm not going to break government rules, but also, what if my hay fever kicks in, and then all of a sudden, I'm this big black guy who's sneezing in a public place. <laughs> I'm not going to go to jail for my allergies. <laughs> That's right, you might get fined. They big fines for sneezing at the moment. <laughs> Explain yourself. Oh, I forgot to take my purities, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Rob, do you have, do you have uh, any, any more... Uh, Good news you'd like to share for us. Oh, oh, well, I tell you, this was a good thing. It's quite sort of about me, but I, um, I did. I represented Sweden in the Eurovision Song Contest this week. 
What? What? <laughs> well, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly the Eurovision Song Contest. It was the Isolation Song Contest, which uh, um, Tom Taylor um, staged to replace the Eurovision Song Contest. And he got a bunch of people in lockdown to. He sort of allocated each person a country, and uh, and we had to come up with a song in our house and uh, send it over and then they ran it as they did the competition and they're giving all the if you when you vote you uh make a contribution to charity and uh you know so oh. we did that but and i got to channel my inner abba and that was very exciting and i'm hoping <laughs> brilliant it, and it is very topical because we were in they had the final on uh saturday you can find it on youtube it's called the isolation song contest and the results aren't for three weeks so you know you can still sort of vote and do all that stuff but also I'm still trying to make contact with some actual Swedish people and get their support. I've, I, ultimately, I want the approval of actual ABBA, but that uh, is quite yeah, rich. Nice. But they're probably free, aren't they? They're as locked down as anyone, right? Yeah, yeah I think exactly. so. Yeah. I think you need to call upon like Denmark and Norway and like all the countries that all seem to vote for one another in Eurovision. Yeah. That's how it always yes. works. Sweden, Denmark, yeah, Norway, Finland. Side, they're all like that. Yeah, it's all complicated well. because there's competition, isn't there? I mean, me, um, Nick Helm was in it as well and he was Finland. So, you know, there's tension there. I'm trying mm. to think whether there was... Uh, whether there was a Denmark, and if there wasn't, even better. Yeah, yeah, but I should get the whole Scandi block on my side. <laughs> I was going to say, are you, you going to do like the, the points reveal thing, where you have like some backdrop behind you of Stockholm or, or something like that to reveal your points for your yeah, country? Bang into that. I, I, I don't know to what extent they're going to use it, but I did make a video of me just in front of a Swedish flag, just looking cheerful for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's one more angle on that, and this is really not news. In fact, it happened over 40 years ago, but I think you'll like it. My dad taught ABBA snooker. Wow. Ah. That's, the most, that's the most random sentence I think I've heard all year, to be fair. I know. It sounds like a cheese dream, but it is a true thing. Um, uh, because he was, uh, it was, I thought it was like before they were famous or after they were famous. But no, it was at the actual height of their fame. And uh, they were, um, they were huge. And he was on business and he got a, a blagged a posh hotel in Glasgow. And they came to stay and they, lit, they arrived by helicopter Checked right. into the hotel, um, I think, and also they must have been doing the shows where in Super Trooper they sing "When I Saw You Last Night in Glasgow." So it was then, right? And uh, <laughs> my dad and his mate were playing snooker because there was a snooker table in this hotel, and right. Abba were like, "Oh, I do not know this game. What game are you playing?" Because they're Swedish, and that's that's good talk, Swedish yeah. accent. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so my dad and his mate explained snooker, and they were like, "No, you know," and just you know, because snooker's quite hard and ridiculous isn't it right you've got to do a red then a color then a red then a color then do the yellow green well listen to the Chaz and Dave song but um and they <laughs> like they had a good time you know they got on spent all evening having a go at snooker and having a drink except the the blonde woman Agnetha she was she was miserable and she went to bed but my Aww. dad and his mate and three of ABBA partied and learned snooker in Glasgow in the late 70s oh my god that's mate, so mate, cool mate that's your in I know just Find Abba and be like, hey, do you remember that night in Glasgow when you played snooker? Yo, I know that person. Yeah, yeah. The only <laughs> yeah. trouble is, we've got a big problem here. It says, you remember that night in Glasgow? They'll say, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we're done. My story's dead in the water. A bit like that goose's babies. <laughs> All your luck is you'll find the one who didn't learn snooker, the one who preferred to go and play 
Yeah, yeah. I remember your dad. I hated him. I went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone check out Isolation Song Contest on YouTube. This sounds amazing. We need to get Sweden for the win, okay? (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, mate. Let's get Rob to win the Isolation Song Contest, man. That sounds amazing. I want to watch that. Let's do it. What, What was your song? Uh, it's called Sweden Leads the World. You know, I, I, I stayed. I wanted to give a pretty straightforward, positive message. Um, uh, Tim Vine did a really superb song, which is simultaneously his country, a really good pop spoof, a brilliantly terrible pun, and lockdown appropriate. Okay, are you going to give it away? Do we have to watch it? Shall I? Shall I give it away? Yeah, I'll give it away. He was Romania, and he did a song called Romania. About going mad <laughs> oh, nice. all the different rooms in your house. It's perfect, isn't cool. it? I mean, that's got levels. Very yeah, good. But, but, mate, I'm still supporting Sweden, mate. Thank yeah, you. For you. For life. For you, mate. That sounds amazing. I'm, oh, I'm going to check that out. Guys, Isolation Song Contest on YouTube. Um, Rob, do you have anything else you'd like to share with us? No, I feel like no. I've shared my whole life with you, you know. No, no that's <laughs> great. Um, cause, uh, mate, I'm, I'm going to go and check out this uh, Isolation Song Contest now. And uh, make a vote for Sweden. Is that is it Sweden? I don't know if that's a racist or not, but I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, when you watch it, you can see which of us decided to attempt an accent and which didn't, and whether it worked or not. So that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Nil point. Why? You know why. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and do that, man. Uh, Rich, did you, did you enjoy the stories today, Rich? Yeah, very good. I need to um, look up a recipe for a goose omelette, which uh, <laughs> or a goose egg omelette, I should say, not a goose omelette. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to look that well, up. Well, why then, no, uh, no, go go the whole hog, kill the whole beast. You know, <laughs> eat the omelette, then roast the bird. Uh, talk about go another way. Garnish it with feathers, something like that as well. <laughs> Delicious meal served on York Station. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do as soon as we finish this recording. <laughs> um, I'm going I'm to check out the uh, that song contest, man. That sounds amazing. Um, Rob, thank you so much for coming on uh, and taking the time out to talk to us. I much appreciate it, man. Uh, My pleasure. Cheering me up, hearing their stories. If people want to find you, where can they on social media? Yeah, I'm all over the socials. Uh, Twitter, doing Rob. Uh, Instagram, Rob, doing comedian. Rob, doing on Facebook. And uh, you know, the, these days as ever, I'm never off. So come and find me. <laughs> and check out his book when it comes out yes absolutely we can hear more about that on my socials as well so check it lovely man um, Rich same place as usual uh, yeah mate uh, at underscore Wolfenden uh, yeah so Friday Radio X 7 o'clock stickers on um, I'm launching the Radio X Indie Night and we've got a live set from Arctic Monkeys from 2014 which is sick as well so oh, wow. bloody hell mate gonna be playing that out yeah it's pretty cool so yeah make sure you listen to that 7 o'clock Friday night that, that sounds quality well, I'm not doing anything as exciting as that I'm just going to go and play some FIFA yeah, some <laughs> contest <laughs> but uh, I'm on all the socials Nathan.Case on Instagram and NathanCase on Twitter um, remember sending your good news stories you want to share with us soundrebel.co.uk forward slash good news until next time take care see you later <laughs>